Hey, I want to discuss some isms in this episode. I want to discuss some isms. And there are numerous isms, but I want to cover a few. And the first one I want to discuss is what is atheism? What is atheism? A simple definition of atheism is the belief that God does not exist. Uh, Psalm 14.1 and Psalm 53.1 start off by saying, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Atheists would also have to believe in evolution since they do not believe that God even exists. There has to be a reason for the existence of the universe, so the theory of evolution is their drug of choice. Atheism contradicts itself in that it does not believe in the existence of God, but they have enough faith, check this out, to believe in another God, the God of evolution. This of course is in direct violation of Exodus chapter 20 verse 23, I'm sorry, verse 3 of Exodus chapter 20, where Moses says, you shall have no other gods before me. All right, so atheism actually is a compound word. Theism is where we get the Greek word theos, which means God, and then ah means no or not. All right, so that is a quick definition of atheism. All right, so the next one I want to cover is theism. And theism is the belief that a God does exist, but not every person who is a theist is a Christian. So for instance, um, the Jehovah Witnesses believe in a different Jesus and a different God, and so do the Mormons, and also so do, um, so do the Muslims. They're also theists, all right? So that's what a theist is, once again, the word theism comes from the Greek word theos, which means God. All right, let's go to another ism. The next one I want to cover is what is pantheism? What is pantheism? Pantheism is the belief that God is in everything and in everyone. In other words, God is a rock, a shoe, a dog, a tree. And this is what it says in Psalm 138, Psalm 139, rather, verses 7 and 8. It says, Where can I go from your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If, my, if I make my bed in hell, you are there. And so some people could use that verse of scripture to misinterpret the whole thing about pantheism I mean God is separate from his creation God is not his creation he is separate from it God is not the sky God is not the sun God is not the moon God is not a tree he's not dirt you get the point that I'm making so if you misinterpret Psalm 139 verses 7 and 8 you'll come to a pantheistic view of God all right. God is everywhere, which means he is omnipresent, but he's not in everything because God is not his creation. 
God is separate from his creation. It's very important to uh, get that distinction, all right? Think of it like this, it says, I wrote something here a while ago in, in regards to pantheism. I wrote, says, if God is in his creation, then he had to create himself, which of course is impossible. No one can self-create. A couple of huge problems is that if God self-created himself, then he's not eternal, which means he had a beginning. Micah chapter 5 verse 2 makes reference to Jesus Christ as being everlasting, so that means God is eternal and self-existing, all right? Not self-creating. Got to get that distinction. God is self-existing. He did not create himself because if he created himself, he would have to exist before he created himself, which of course is illogical and impossible, all right? So there's no way that God is a pantheist or that there's no way that the false lie or teaching of pantheism could actually occur, all right? So let me read something else in, re in regards to pantheism. It says, this view prohibits God from being the creator of the universe. Hinduism and Buddhism are religions that are pantheistic and polytheistic. Right. says they both have over 300 million gods in their system and Hindus in particular main goal is to become one with their main deistic force which is called Brahman all right let's go to the next ism all right the next ism is monotheism and monotheism is a compound word mono means one or only and theism like I indicated comes from the Greek theos meaning God Monotheism is the belief in one God or that God is one. In Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 we read, Hear, O Lord Israel, your Lord our God, the Lord is one. Alright. In James 2.19 we read, you believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Contrary to the criticism of some that believe that Christians worship three gods due to God being triune, the Bible makes it clear that we serve one God manifested in three persons. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All three are God, co-equal, co-eternal, and co-powerful. And therein lies the difference. We worship one God manifested in three persons. Our God is a trinity or a tri-unity, meaning three and one at the same time. All right. The Muslims also regard themselves as monotheistic because they worship Allah. All right. But monotheism is only viable if the one you're worshiping is the one and only true God, and that is the God of the Bible. So although Muslims worship one God, they worship a false God. So their worship of that God is illegitimate. Let's go to the next ism. What is polytheism? All right, what is polytheism? Polytheism is the opposite of monotheism. 
It is also a compound where poly means many and of course theism means God. A polytheist is one who worships multiple gods. There's a cult called the Baha'i Faith. It's a false religion because they incorporate many belief systems in their uh, worldview. A synonym for polytheism would be pluralism. The Bible condemns polytheism. As a matter of fact, it was punishable by death. Let me give an example why. In Deuteronomy chapter 13, verses 1 to 5, we read this. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder, and that sign or the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him, but that prophet or dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken in order to turn you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt which of course was the house of slavery and redeemed you from the house of bondage to entice you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So shall you put away the evil from your midst. God was so jealous for the soul worship of himself is that anybody that would lure someone in the land of Israel away from God to worship other gods and to serve them they were to be put to death. So, you worshiped a false god, it meant your very life. Alright, and here is the last ism that I want to cover, and that is fundamentalism. What is fundamentalism? I'm going to give you a, a brief history. It says, fundamentalism developed in the late 19th and early 20th centuries because of the infiltration of liberalism entering the church. Men from Princeton Theological Seminary were commissioned to write articles on the core doctrines of the Christian faith. The result was they produced a 12-volume series titled The Fundamentals. Reportedly, over 300,000 copies were published and distributed for free to various church leaders. The Fundamentals well, the fundamental doctrines of the faith include the Bible being the inspired Word of God, free from error, Jesus Christ being born of the Virgin Mary, the sinless life of Jesus Christ, his deity, his miracles, his crucifixion, burial, and resurrection, his ascension and return to earth to destroy his enemies and set up his eternal earthly kingdom. Also, the fundamentals included justification by faith alone, by grace alone, through Christ alone, and not by works. Now, when the funda when fundamentalism declined, it took on a derogatory character, a bad character. Now, funda fundamentalism is considered someone who is a legalistic extremist, someone that's probably like boycotting abortion clinics or telling women in the church they cannot wear pants or wear makeup. That's considered a fundamentalist in our day. All right. 
but fundamentalism had a positive influence for about a hundred years and fought against the tolerance of liberalism which is a view that is not a stickler for staunch biblical truth but rather a mixed bag of beliefs of religious pluralism in other words fundamentalism has taken on a uh, a bad character now whereas first it took on a holy and righteous character has now been flipped on its head and it's now negative because it doesn't have the force or the power or the conviction that it had when it was invented a century ago so we should become classic fundamentalists again would you agree and we should be willing to mimic what uh, Jude said in Jude 3 he said contend earnestly for the faith once and for all that was delivered unto the saints so by a quick way of review we started off with atheism and atheism is the belief that God does not exist theism is the belief that there is a God pantheism once again is the belief that God is in everything and in everyone in other words the whole universe is God that's pantheism alright and then we went over to monotheism that is the belief that a person believes in one God in other words if you believe in one God and one God only like the children of Israel they believe in one God so when they deviated from their monotheistic beliefs and decided to embrace polytheism that was idolatry and that was punishable by death alright and once again polytheism is the belief in many gods which a lot of false religions engage in to this very day they believe in multiple gods and in ancient times and, and no doubt in modern times as well what people did is the things that they didn't understand whether it was the power of the wind or the sea or the sun or the moon what they did not understand they would worship and they would sacrifice to 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 appease this apparent deity that they realized or believed had more power than them they were afraid of these elements and so to appease and to try to get on the good side of these forces they would worship these forces and sacrifice to them and so that's how a lot of these false religions developed and so when God made contact with Abraham and became his friend and made a covenant with Abraham he made it clear that he was the only God that was to be worshipped so actually in the ancient times to worship one God was a very strange and a radical idea all right so that's polytheism that is the worship of many gods and then we wrapped up with fundamentalism and fundamentalism was like I said a practice that was developed in the late 19th century and the early 20th century and it was about getting back to the fundamentals of the Christian faith and once again it's talking about the Bible being the inspired word of God Jesus Christ being born of the Virgin Mary in other words the virgin birth the sinless life of Jesus Christ his deity his miracles his resurrect his burial his resurrection of course his crucifixion his ascension all right so that's all I wanted to talk about in this episode 
carry, uh, talking about and briefly about different isms. Take care.